Mao. Yeah. Return of the cack. Return of the cack. Capo Caco is back. We're back. We've been, <laughs> we've been slacking. It's all our not, fault, by the way. Not really. No. Okay. First off, we haven't been slacking well, on the on but, the outside of thirty on Broadway. We have not been slacking. But like you know, I inside. I, Everyone, everyone knows now that I have a, you know, a real person's job, and uh, not, not to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy now. (laughs) Not, not to, not to put down my last job because my last job was very important. But, um, to 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 put it nicely, the money was not there, so I. I had to up and make a career change, you, and you took yourself to free agency. I did. I took myself to free agency, and you know, uh, I got fair market value. <laughs> you know, the the uh, the 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 players union was very upset at me for a couple of years because I was one of the best players in the field, and I was oh not, Jesus, I did not Please have a contract. Oh, I did not have God. a con. I had a contract below Here below star player standards. So well, anyways, so yeah, <laughs> between work life and freaking God, I, I don't even I can't even count how many times I had COVID or strep or whatever BS. Chris in Connecticut has been plowed more times than Katie Morgan already by the snow. No, so, it hasn't been that bad. Oh, the other guy only done twice. I only got plowed what are, twice. What are you talking about? You a couple weeks or when we went to the game before Vancouver. Oh, I look what you have on your shelf. I see it. I haven't since we haven't done one of these in so long. You oh, have a turbo man. Turbo man. <laughs> oh, turbo man. Uh, yeah, we're right back in it. Yeah, right back in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah. I figure I get distracted by shiny objects. Anyways, so, yeah. I, I'm so, surprised you didn't say anything about the yellow submarine. There's a yellow submarine there. You or know, all the Hank. Oh, you can't see the Hank bobbleheads. Wait. You know. Wait. You know. I don't like that. Oh, there you go. There, there you go. go. There you, you go. And how how pathetic by you to have Hank next to the Beatles. That's terrible. It's the yellow submarine. Dude, one one is elite, the other is the Beatles. And so, the Apollo, the Apollo Lego, the Apollo mission. Well, Nothing wrong there. I'm shocked yeah. that, that hasn't blown up yet. Um uh, <laughs> Back, back I have a nice boat. I have a nice boat up there. Uh, oh, look! Look at you, yeah. boats and my Frank boats Sinatra. My Frank Sinatra, Jack Daniels. Nice. Wait, yeah. There we go. There yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still unopened. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, a little tour of the office that no one else is seeing. So great, fantastic. But anyways, you know, if we put we, these shows on YouTube, like I say, then you know, everyone. Yeah, can, they wouldn't be able to see you. That that's I'm John Cena. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Great. Yeah. Who's that guy talking to Nick? Or who's that guy talking to Chris? I don't know. That's Nick. Why can't we see him? He's not real. He's AI. I, I you, you merely adopted. You the are artificially inseminated. I'm not Artemisimov. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, that's all. Hey, hey, that's part hey, of Wolfpack Artemisimov. Hey, Thank you very much. Hey, all right. Hey. So. Look at that! Come on, that's a great segue. Come we we have not that's we have not done our job when it comes to thirty on Broadway, but we have done. Also, by the way, as you say that, you know what? Just just for old time's sake, 
Bill Belichick, you're an overrated piece of oh, shit. Oh, shut and up. I, and I hate you. Shut and I hope up. you do go to Atlanta, and I hope you rot in obscurity. I don't piece that. of garbage. You should okay. just retire. Continue. Just retire. It's Continue. time. Continue. Just retire. Continue. It's like Patrick Marlowe going to the Sharks. Just retire. Or you mean you, you mean no no you mean going to the Penguins and the Leafs and no, Carolina, Hur- went, no, Carolina Hurricane Legend. When he Patrick went to Marlo. the Sharks and then it was literally it was just to get to beat Gordy Howe's record and uh, whatever. It's just retire. Just retire. It is time. Just just do it. Take a page out of Nike and just do it. So we have not done our job very well here on 30 on Broadway in terms of recording because of all the other things that have been going on, but we're back and we take full responsibility for the Rangers misfortunes because up until we stopped recording, the season was going really well. And then we stopped and took our little holiday break and all the other nonsense and everything. And then the wheels kind of went a little sideways and you know, injuries, Capo Caco's down, Philip Hedel down. Well, Caco is back. And it has paid immediate dividends as the Rangers snap a four-game low-point season losing streak in which they did not look good. And, I mean, Nick and I were at the game Monday night against Vancouver, and that was – and the, the, the score, you know, 6-3 to three is a bad score. But I don't even think that gives you the full story on. There's no how defense. Bad. They there, there, there is no defense. It was there, just the defense. There, there Passing was, no... was atrocious. I atrocious. was atrocious. I've never, you know, in all my years of going to games and being at the Garden, never once have I ever seen the Garden let spectators on the ice. Um, it was so, so bad. So that was, was actually. Bad. That was actually pretty cool that they let Keandre Miller <laughs> um watch the game from the ice. That was, yeah, was actually pretty much awesome. everybody. No, but he he was bad on like three of the goals. There was one where he literally just watched uh Brock Besser skated and did nothing. Like it was just you know was that the one I, quick didn't even respond react to it. Like it was so quick in front of the no, net that he it was just, no. it was just there. It was just there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just it, it was bad. And you know. You could sense. I, I don't know if I don't know if you feel the same, but I, I felt this way. You could sense that this losing streak was coming with the way that they were playing up until that point. So I wasn't really surprised. I was surprised at how they were losing. Like I was surprised at how, like you said, the spectatorship of it. Surprised at how the, the breakout passes and zone passes and and moving through the neutral zone with just. And just the 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 puck movement in general from I mean even Adam Fox was was uh, had been abysmal, um, and that's that's being when when you could say that that's bad, I mean that's that's truly bad when your best puck mover outside of Panarin looks like he didn't belong. Well, the, the biggest problem in that game has been a problem all year, and it's that our offense is only one line. Right, and that's and that's been the. Really, the nutshell of all of it has been since, you know, the injuries and everything like that. The Trocek, Panera, and Lafreniere line has been probably and arguably the best line in hockey. But 
the problem for the Rangers is it's been the only line. Zabanajak, Kreider, Wheeler, outside of power play time, and even that of late. Blake was, Wheeler, I, I I love Blake Wheeler. I do. He needs to be. Like, he needed to be on the third line. I mean, look at he, look how much he, better yeah, the lineup is in the last he, two he's, games. Yeah, he's he's at this point in his career, he's a. He's third not, he line can't be on the first line. He cannot still, be on that. He still has passing ability of a top line player, but everything else from his game is gone. Yeah, and so so you see the com the the culmination of all of this and just the festering. You know, Igor not being Igor. You know, the, the team just not just everything seeming like the it, it felt like the wheels were coming off. And then the return of Capo Caco, who kind of balances out the lineup better. You know, you get you get Kreider's advantage at Caco as your top pair. You know, you 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 kind of, you you shift people down. Yeah, you don't have Philip Hedel still, but right now Vinny Trocek is your second line center, even when Philip Hedel comes back, if he makes yeah, it gonna, back this season. I was well, I think if you read Larry Brooks's latest article, in which Brooksy finished it how only Larry Brooks can. Oh yeah, I know. Um it, it was so good. It was it was such a classic Brooks um, I know. article because he he goes he he he's closing the article and it's Eric Gustafson has been such a you know under under um undervalued he was such a great cap effective signing um you know the, the the Rangers have done such a great job for finding such great production for such a minimal price and but I really really want to see that meat and potatoes defenseman on the third pair and it was just like oh that that oh Brooks, you almost you almost had you were this close. You were so close. And you know <laughs> he just has to throw it but, in there. Yeah. It's like it's like he knew he was appeasing everyone and he was like, Yep, nope, can't do this. Gotta gotta put some people off again. And you know, as only Larry Brooks can, he did it. So yeah. But um but the, the, the biggest issue that they have right now is that they don't have, they don't have depth, and that's what the Kako and the and the Heedle injuries have shown is that their depth is just not there. You know, Johnny Brzezinski, really nice AHL player. You know, captain of the Hartford Wolfpack. Is he an NHL caliber winger? Absolutely not. You know, it's it, it's 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 one of those things where Chris Drury really has to go out and address this roster's makeup and kind of do what he did to kind of do what he did two years ago where he rounded out the edges at the trade deadline. There, there doesn't need to be a Patrick Kane. I mean, if you want to add Vlad Tarasenko, that wouldn't be, you know, the worst thing because Vladdy can slide right back up onto your top <laughs> line. And then, and then it pushes Kako yep. down to the third line with Wheeler. So, you know, or it pushes Wheeler down to your fourth line. And you have a third line of Cooley, um, Heedle, and Kako. I don't which think is a, anyone would. That I mean, that would be which is which is a truly dynamic line. And yeah, then you have a fourth a new kid line, line. You have a fourth line of Benino, uh, Goodrow, and Wheeler. Again, I don't think anybody's upset at that fourth line. No, so people I mean, will be upset about Goodrow. Yeah, and, and to an extent, rightfully so. I mean. Especially lately, like Goodrow has not been helping. But 
But it, like it, you said, the depth of the lineup is so much better. If you're if you're able to add, um, you know, let's say Vladimir Tarasenko, if that's the route you want to go, would have been nice to keep Frank Vitrano, but you know, but yeah, but, but I mean, money. look, if, if if like I said, if they're able to add Tarasenko or someone like that, that's a great move because it just now your your roster your roster. Um, oh, you pulled at me. Yeah, now you're. Your roster um, gets deeper. And yeah, it just, and it takes a little bit. It takes pressure off of. It takes pressure off of Petrocek and Laugh, who have been fantastic. It, it also takes pressure off of Zabanajad, who you know is feeling it right now because you can tell. You can clearly tell Zabanajad is gripping the stick a little too tight. You could see it with the way he's wildly missing the net on his one timers or his quick tee up shots. He had a beautiful setup pass to Kako the other night. Which was which was a beautiful play all around, um, but it takes pressure off of guys like that, and it allows them to go back to doing what they do and what they do best. You still need more from your top line five on five. I think I think I feel like we we should just come to the realization that that's what's going to be for the duration of those contracts. We're always going to be pining for that, um, but adding that depth into your lineup and and moving some pieces in who can provide some sort of an offensive punch and not just be reliant on shutdown and and shutting down the opposition because honestly it hasn't been that great uh is 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 really key to me they they've got to add something here they've got to add some depth and i and like i said and like you said i li- i like johnny Brzezinski. i think Brzezinski brings a level of speed and and tenacity to to the game um but he's 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 not a finisher in the NHL level he's just not so you know these guys start coming back you know he'll come if he finds a way to make it back you know I'm, I'm fairly certain Johnny's the first guy out like he's going yeah. back to Hartford yeah um, as he should you know I'd like to see them maybe add another depth piece on the back end because Zach Jones just ain't doing it. Zach Zach, Zach Jones is just not good. Just not there. It's just not. He, there. he he's just he's it's he's not just not good. You know, I I think I think everybody who wanted to see it, I wanted to see it. I you know, I wished Zach Jones would would be good. But he's uh, passing ability is there. Pa- yeah, but he can pass the puck. He can move the puck. Problem is, he always passes it to the wrong team. So, <laughs> well, it's a different. I mean, yeah, it, it's he's he's more suited in the AHL. Like, like I feel like he'll be an AHL guy. He he will be a KHL superstar. Oh, gee, wow! You're you're saying what I say now. What does that mean? It just means <laughs> that the open the open ice suits him better. The wider yeah. ice. So look, it's they snap. Not, it's not a knock on the KHL. It's just literally the that the bigger ice better suits creative players. No, it's true. It's true. It's a, diff, it's a different game. So we come out. We snap the four game losing streak. Thankfully, because God, if they would have lost on Sunday back to back to Washington, all hell would have broken loose. They take down. I'll be. I'll be it. A 
sick and tired Seattle team. They took but, them down. Uh, it's still Seattle a team. Just came off, they just came off a heater. Yeah, they just came off a nine-game winning streak. They they're a team that everybody was like, "Oh, look at them! They're not even going to make the playoffs this year." And then they catapult themselves right back into into positioning. You know, playing great hockey. You know, yeah, they were missing a few pieces. They had some flu bug going around. They had played the night before when it where the the nine game winning streak got snapped. I think what was it, against Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, but still, one of the and I think Valaket had said it on the pregame was that I mean he kind of took a dig at Seattle and said this is not a playoff team, but he also said like this is going to be one of the toughest games the Rangers have to play because Seattle's just a tough team. Like they're they're a hard team. They're they're a hard out. You know, they're not a San Jose Shark. You know, or you know of that nature. But they took care of business. The Rangers came back. They took care of business. A a solid 5-2 win. They start a West Coast road trip. You know, they're tonight. They're in they're in Vegas against a team that's got, you know, that's Jack Eichelis. Um team that's you know, William Carlson also on the shelf on the IR. Those are two huge pieces out of that lineup. You know, they follow that up this weekend with a with a big matchup against the Kings. You know, they got another back-to-back. I, I I feel like we play the most back-to-backs out of anybody. We got the Kings on Saturday, the Ducks on Sunday, and then they got the Sharks before they come home to face Vegas next Friday uh, for, again, another back-to-back. Like, go freaking figure. Uh, it's another neat little West Coast road trip that I think really did the team good at the beginning of the season when they did the Western Canada swing. I think this Western swing, this West Coast swing, could be huge for the Rangers going into the the back half of the season. This this one to me is is a big, a big big road trip. But I don't know if you feel like that's the same thing. I don't know if your if your thought is along the same lines. But I feel like trips like these could be huge momentum swings in your season, and especially you come off of two home wins. You know, Kako's back in the lineup. Yeah, you have, it, you have, it definitely it definitely is because they're. They're they're they've you know they're coming off a slump. They weren't playing good, you know. They weren't playing good hockey. They're finally starting to get somewhat healthy. These are these are games they got to win, especially that this slump. It really closed. Uh, it really closed the gap in the Metro with yeah. Philly playing well, Carolina's playing well. So what seemed like the Rangers were running away with the Metro the Metro division is no longer secure. So they they have. To, they got to start getting these points when they're able to get them before the All Star break. Yeah, and 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 yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's critical, and that's why you know you you can't win you can't win the Stanley Cup in October, November, but you could certainly put yourself in, in a tough spot. And taking care of business in the beginning of the season, we've talked about this year in and year out. Taking care of business, grabbing as many points as you can, not apologizing for winning the dirty, ugly game or getting lucky. Just taking care of business and stacking up points helps you when you hit periods like the Rangers have, where where the wheels kind of run off the tracks a little bit, or you got to steady steady yourself, you know, because times like this. And now this is a big moment for the Rangers to go out on the West Coast and kind of take a punch at a couple of teams that are pretty good. You know, Vegas is 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 kind of floundering of late. The Kings are floundering of late, so those are two teams that are that are kind of ripe for the picking. You know, punch them while they're down, and you know you got the Ducks and the Sharks who are just—I mean—they're down all season. So, 
I would like to see the Rangers come out and take off four of these games. Now, is that realistic? I mean, I don't think it's unrealistic, but I'd, I'd like to at least see them go three and one or three zero and one on this trip, and 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 come out of it. And then you're you're sitting here feeling really good about yourselves. I think coming back home, and just before you know a week or two out from from the All Star break, uh, yeah. because like you said, the division is the division is razor tight now. I mean, Philly's got a freaking four point is four points back. The Flyers. John Tortorella's got that team playing balls to the wall, lights out, like John will always do. John Tortorella will have your teams playing like this. Uh, it shouldn't, it shouldn't really surprise anybody. But you know, you got the right pieces, you got the right, the the right players with the right mentality in there, and this is what you get when you have a John Tortorella coached team when there's a buy-in. And right now, the Flyers bought in. Uh, you know, the the Carolina Hurricanes who were flipping and flopping all over the place really weren't weren't doing good largely because of what they had going on in net and defensively couldn't stop the puck from going near the net. You know, like you said, they're, they're on a little bit of a, of, of a heater right now. And then there's, there's a gap, you know, there's 10 points between the Pittsburgh Penguins who are in fourth and the New York Rangers, but 10 points can evaporate pretty quickly. If you don't, if you don't keep your ship straight. So big, big games. I mean, these are all big games. It's, it's at the point of the season now where, you start looking at the standings more and you start kind of paying a little bit more attention to where teams are starting to position because this is where teams kind of tend to find, you know, their groove, their rhythm, you know, go back to 2014 with the Rangers, right? The Rangers didn't really, what was it? January when they found their rhythm. On yeah. The first year under Laviolette. You remember we were sitting there going, no, what the under, hell did we, under or not Lavi- I'm sorry, Elaine Vigneault. You know, we're sitting there going, why the hell did they fire Torts? You know, I, I still can make the argument they didn't need to, but whatever. You know, they they weren't they weren't they didn't look good with the system and everything. And then January it clicked. So this is the time of the year where teams try to solidify their game, get everything going, get get running like a well oiled machine, and then run it through to the playoffs. And you know, get your bumps and bruises out of the way, get into the postseason, put yourself in the best position heading into to the Stanley Cup playoffs, this is the time for it now. It's very true. It is extremely true because this is the this is the time of year where teams figure out who they are and what they're about and what you know their general managers need to add or subtract at the deadline. So something Nick has been doing on episodes lately. I don't even know if Nick remembers this. He probably maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But Nick was going on this habit of like calling players out. Oh. And we had we had we had a moment, and he still he still now still does this. Our last episode, I think we talked about this, where I had made a couple of comments about Vinny Trocheck. And since the comments, Vinny Trocheck has been just bringing the gobble he, he, right. he is. Everybody's he is. all about Tommy Cutlets, whatever. Blah blah blah. Oh no! It's all about Vinny Cutlets. Give me, give me Vinny the Guinea. Vinny the Guinea. Vinny the Guinea. All right. That's all you need to know. So, we've we've gone through this a couple times this year where Nick has started calling people out, and then I mean, it's, and it's all it's all nonsense. And I'm not sitting here going like, "Oh, we we," it's because of us. But Nick, for 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 the fun of it, for old time's sake, who are you calling out? 
Oh, I got I got a couple people in mind. Oh, a couple. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think we've done a duo here. before. I, I got a couple people in mind. Uh, number one, Mister Spectator himself, Keandre Miller. You know, it, it, you got to step your game up here, pal. You know, it, it, it's pretty bad when I haven't heard a peep out of people who hate Jacob Truba all, all year because Miller has been so so bad at points that. You know, people really can't blame Truba because Truba's played extremely well this year. Um, you you could argue he's been the Rangers' best defenseman this entire season, so, especially when Fox outside was of, down. So, I mean, Lindgren's Lindgren's Lindgren. Yeah, Ling, but, Lindgren is old, reliable. I you know I yeah. do love Ryan Lindgren. The, the thirty on Broadway loves Ryan Lindgren. This is a Ryan Lindgren fan podcast. You know, we won't tweet him and ask him to come on. And then be mad when he doesn't respond because you know we're not idiots. We understand how Rangers PR. Oh works. yeah, you're taking that up. That's from yeah. yeah. Can I just say one thing? It's been, it's been a while. So all right, <laughs> thirty on Broadway does not partake much in Twitter. I think it's pretty obvious from our lack of engagement on there. I sign into Twitter and I'm like, I'm gonna build engagement. I'm gonna build our audience. I. I I go on, I look, and I'm like, get, I'm out of here. I, I can't. I can't. And it's not a knock against the people that, but there's people that I know on Twitter that listen to this podcast, that follow us, that that are, are, you know, first time, not first time, all times, but like devoted. Like I've talked about this before, when we started the season, I said, you know, we have our like, our group of people that I know every our time I put up an episode. Poor- Core listeners. I know within the 24 hours, I'm going to log in and I'm going to see X number that hits on the listens. And I'm like, I know it's the same people every week. And we, and by, we, by the way, we love you guys for dealing with our stupidity. We do. We, we like, seriously, we, we, we do love this. It. We do this for you. Really? Like the only reason, like I, I was sitting here the other day and I'm like, damn, we haven't done a podcast in a while. Like, but I know we're, I'm going to publish this episode. And within 24 hours, that number will be hit, and it may go up. It never goes down. So I, that to me is just that to me says a lot, and and I can't be more thankful because that to me just says that there's there's a, a group of people that are that like devoted to listening to our podcast and to listening to these two schmucks talk. Yeah, I and, really don't get. I I don't understand it, but thank you. But but thank yeah because we've been doing this for a long time. We used to take this so extremely seriously, and we yeah. used to put a lot into this. Which it's probably a shame because oh, we probably that, that's good. He, now, he's saying we put nothing into this. That's no, good. no, I'm not saying that. But like I'm saying, like like the Face Off Hockey Network. You know, all the uh, time and energy God. that we put into that platform, and you know, unfortunately, COVID freaking you know smacked us around with that. And it just is what it is. It never rebounded. It never really got fully off where where it was it was just too much it was just too much time <clears throat> and you know but before that new york internet hockey radio hockey craze radio you know the, the, the i mean you go back to the full tilt days you know things like that we put there was a lot of effort and a lot of time and energy that went into this and unfortunately it's kind of like we've reset a couple too many times and now we're kind of at the point where we kind of more or less just do this to just shoot the shit and mm-hmm. kind of have fun with it. 
and and the fact that we have people that will listen to it every time we put up an episode there's a there's a a, a seemingly diehard group of people that will always listen to it i i am it's it's just it's awesome it's absolutely awesome and, and again i really don't understand why but thank you we but we should do more <laughs> and we we are going to do more just what does that entail i don't know but i feel like something around the stadium game maybe we do so we have to do something i don't i don't know I, 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 wanna, I don't know. I want. I want. We didn't do it at the Vancouver game, but I want to do a live at the stadium. And, and that was yeah. And and Nick wanted to do a live podcast at the at first off. He wanted to do a live podcast at like Tiranog. Yeah, which was like impossible. It's so freaking. I mean, it wasn't absurdly loud in there, but it's like, you know, what are we gonna do? Like we could just interview people in the yeah, bar. Just like, hey, come talk to us. Who are you? We're two schmucks with a microphone. Like. That's literally, yeah. I mean, I guess that's what we could do. We could just like be like that, that'd be our shtick. Yeah. But you know, then it was like, oh, let's let's do a let's do a broadcast from from our seats. And I'm like, I, I don't know how this works. Like, I maybe if we well, went upstairs for like the chase lounge and we were out I in would, the hall, I like would, by the I Lexus would, lounge, we could have done it. I wouldn't but, have done that just because the two idiots that were sitting to my right. First off, the couple that was sitting ahead of us. I've never wanted to punch oh, two people more in my entire well, life. Well, wait, pre-fate, pre, I don't know. It, it wasn't two, it wasn't the couple. They were influencers. I or at least know, she was. Whatever. And, oh, Lord, the, the live, the Instagram live, the Facebook live, and the, the it was, oh, boy. It was so oh, annoying. It was boy. so annoying. But whatever. Neither, that's, that's, that's whatever. But um, I, I had two idiots also sitting to my right. Who were saying Shesterkin sucks. So I, I, I just wanna I just wanna say this to those of you listening. Rotate. Yeah, ro- rotate, rotate. <laughs> if you're if you're gonna go to a game, okay? If you're gonna go to a game, please do some research so you don't sound like a complete and total jackass. Oh no, are you talking you're not talking about the guy that was sitting behind us that said Quint that kept like yelling at Thatcher Demko, like Demko, you suck. That guy, t- that guy too. That guy, yeah. It was that like guy Quinn too. Hughes clearly does not suck. You know, guys leading the league in points for a defenseman. Yeah, he sucks. You're right. It's like the people that say that like Jack Hughes is crap. Like Kako's better than Jack Hughes. Like, but right, please. Now to get back to dropping bombs here. Oh right yes, right. all right. Yeah, drop it on your second person, okay. and then we're out of here. The as, as the schmooze used to the, say, "Take us on home." Yeah the the unfri- the unfriendly ghost. Oh, Chris Kreider. Yeah. Well, he's back to being Chris Kreider and not the good version. He's back to being the shitty version that I don't like. <laughs> so he gets 20 goals and he stopped. Yeah. You know, and it, look, it, and it also goes hand in hand. This one goes hand in hand with his BFF. It it's kind of it's kind of that whole first line I'm dropping a bomb on, except for Kako, he's immune. But top line center. Top line winger, get your shit together, because Panarin and Laugh and Trocheck they're delivering. So I mean, he does have three points in his last five games. That's good, but let's go. When you're getting paid as much as he's getting paid, look, I'm gonna, I'm nothing if not fair. I used to shit on Stepan all the time for lack of production. I love Mika, but you know what? He's not producing at the level that he needs to be and where we need him to be at. So he needs to step his game up. And that goes for 
his BFF over there with that really shitty mustache. Thank God he shaved that shit because that was horrible. <laughs> Captain Burrito uh, over there. I he mean, looks Jesus. like the, the guy from Sausage Party. Yeah, like, really. Whatever the, the freaking thing. I don't remember what that thing was. But, yeah. So, get it together. No, I, I think the one more is Mika's got to step up. He had two assists against Seattle. Good sign. A good sign. But... Yeah, fourteen goals and twenty-seven assists. You need. We need more. We need more. We need not, more. Not not cutting it from. We need from more. Mika. Not we when more. I feel like way more than half of that is power play. Not when I know that Mika can produce eighty-five to ninety points. I know we can do it. So it, it's <gasps> shut up, Joey. <laughs> uh, oh, good old good old Giuseppe. <laughs> Good old Giuseppe. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Rangers are on a road trip. We're back. Gonna gonna run through. I hope you didn't hear what he just said. <laughs> no, I did. Oh Lord. So tonight, Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Vegas Golden Knights. It's all late nights. Then he got 10.30 against the Kings, 8.30 against the Ducks, 10.30 against the Sharks. My back is killing me. Please win three out of this four. Please just take three out of the four. I know nobody cares about that, but my back is absolutely killing and, and, me. And, and play Jonathan Quick. Uh, Jonathan Quick has to start in L.A. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yeah, because these are all. Play Shesterkin, are, but you play Shesterkin Sunday night against Anaheim. It's about these are all these are all meaningful games. You gotta play Jonathan Quick against Los Angeles Kings. He pitches a shutout. You know, I hate to quote Boston Celtics fans, but and this is coming from a guy who once played against Jonathan Quick, and guess what he did to us? Um, when yeah, we he shut you him. out. He shut, shut out. us out. Not not to not to <laughs> sound like a not to sound like a Boston Celtics fan, but beat no. LA. Beat LA. That Boston LA. You know. But uh all right, my heart hurts. My back hurts. Your back hurts. My heart oh, hurts. This is old age. Old. Look at my hair. My hair is thinning, dude. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. See, uh, I don't have that problem. I have thick, luxurious locks that aren't going anywhere. Unlike Derek Stepan, I am not going bald, so it's oh, great. It's fantastic. Oh, my boy. hair my hair is so thick. It's thicker than thieves. You know. What the hell has happened to this episode? Well, you started talking about your hair, so I naturally yeah, had to just this episode point out. Just, you know, I, I I naturally had to point out that this I is normal. I mean, I should be like, "What the hell happened?" This is kind of normal. Yeah, th- this is very normal. So you know, but uh, but at least I haven't started talking like Chris Russo yet. So when uh, uh, when are we back at the garden? I'm back. Oh, you're uh, back uh, against Calgary. You're back against. I'm back against Colorado. I think. I'm back no, against no, no, Cal- no, 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 you're Calgary. I'm Montreal. Then we have the stadium game. And then we have the stadium game. And then I think, do we have Columbus at the end of the month? Are we doing that game? I thought we were. February 28th? I thought we were. We are. And then it's a mad dash. Yeah, so we got a few more games. Yeah. So, yeah, any of those games, any of our people that listen all the time that want to say hi, Section 220, Row 5. Section 220, row 5, 19, and 20. 
you know, remember the seats. And those those seats are small as fuck because I'm not yeah. as fat as I used to be, and my ass has a hard time sitting in those seats. And trust me, folks, I was up over 300 pounds a couple of weeks ago. I am now svelte. I I, and, and I am not and I'm, gonna. And I am getting more svelte as the days go by. I, I am not gonna comment about the game before that, but I will say this: <laughs> thank God that I went to the game with Liss because thank God. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Well, never that mind. Let's wrap this. Up. I Let's had go more home room in it, my seat it's, because it's time to go home. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you have it. I don't know. Oh, you know what? Hey, let's do one other thing. We got less than a minute. Let's do one other thing. Who, this four-game road trip, we're not going to record again until the road trip's over. Who is going to be your star of the road trip? Alexi Lafreniere. I'm going to go Coppercock. There you go. That's it. That's that. We came. We saw. We conquered. Let's go, Rangers. Win four in a row. Eight points on the road. Come back to the garden hot on fire. Goodbye, all.